1: thinking, what are we gonna be wearing, yo, I'm a Liverpool MC, you can't test me, big up the clothes inside the party, let's get back to crazy Jimmy, big up myself and known as be the one and only, the Turkish MC, always love the clothes of Jimmy, British punk, yo, what wanna be? Jimmy Starr's new celebrity, will take
2: you yeah, what's up everybody, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture and entertainment. We got a great show for you today. I got a little bit of a cold, but before we get started, let me introduce everybody, starting with our cool, outrageous man about town, my co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hello, everybody. It's me. Um... I have to do this. No, don't do that yet. Let's introduce everybody and everything. Oh, who else did do introduce? We have, to, we have to say hi to the chat room. We have to introduce Chad. There's Hello. things to do, and then we'll do it. Oh, them again? Yes. Oh, all right. All right, so yeah. then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Sorry
3: to take up the beginning of the show, folks. How y'all doing? Ronnie, love the cup.
2: There you go. I
4: know. That's my cup. I always have it for days. I've had this cup months,
3: years. It's a staple of the show.
2: And then we've yep. got a chat room, and I don't know if there's people in it. I see, it. Now I see people in it. What's up? So we have Emperor Drew in the chat room. We have Iris from Germany. Hello, hello. We have, I don't know who user Dret is. That might be Goddess. <laughs> Illy from Estonia is in the chat room. Um, I just refreshed it, so I'm like going down real quick uh, to see. But hello, everybody. We hope everybody's in a good mood. We're going to have a great show. And Ron wants to share something. Finally. Ugh.
4: In the dollar store, $1, it's a Christmas ornament. It's a snowman. The other one is a Santa Claus. Can't use my hand very well, so you'll have to wait for me. You snap the little button in the back. Ho, ho, ho. May all you hoes out there make money. Anyway, (laughs) look. It's voice activated or... Um, noise activated. I've got them on the Christmas tree. And let me tell you something. Everybody wants to kill me. Of course, if you cough, they all go off. And I've got some silent night. I've everything. Anyway, I love it. I'm wearing it now as a lavalier.
2: There you go.
4: Isn't that cute? It's a snowman in a little plastic thing. Yes, I'm still in a sling. Yes, I have all kinds of crap going on. Yes, we've been to doctors and we're still going to doctors. And yes, yesterday we got our first hour massage. I feel worse now than when I went in. Whatever that broad did, I think she was like Von Hilde, you know, Hitler's girlfriend or something. She was like, lay down, get there, boom, boom, boom. She was my neck, my shoulders. I mean, I, I, I thought she, for a minute she snapped my bra strap, if I had a bra strap. But anyway, I mean, I was just getting like on my crotch everywhere. She was just like crazy on me, beating me, punching me, kicking me, grabbing me, flipping me in the air. I mean, I was a trapeze artist. Anyway, she did a number on me. I can't move today. I'm in worse pain today than I was. She did a number on my you know, my shoulders all screwed up. Something blew in there when I hit the the, the, the top of the car. You know, the truck hit us in the back, and I went to the right. And Jimmy went to the left, which is weird. I hit my head on the window, and my arm wrist went up. Of course, the, the bad wrist went up and hit the iron
2: bar. So he's all hurt on his right side, and yeah. I'm all hurt on my left and, side. <laughs> and I'm
4: hurting today, and I didn't want to take another oxycodone. Because I get a little too outrageous when I'm loaded, you know, I mean, please, those of you out there that know me, on two drinks, forget it, run for the hills. <laughs> but anyway, I love my little Christmas ornament, and I love the guests today, Course, you know, I hold a title. Um, You have heard me speak of Liz Lauren often, you know, Liz Lauren is a darling, dear, sweet, wonderful friend of mine, and I love her to pieces. She's gorgeous, she looks like Sophia Loren, but she's a guy, and she dresses in drag. And I always tease her on Facebook and all over the place. Well, anyway, that old slut, uh, she started, she formed a whole kingdom in Palm Springs in the desert. And I think she's like some fairy. Empress. Of, she's an empress. Empress fairy of the desert or something. Flying fairy she's of the just desert. Em-
2: empress Liz Lauren.
4: Oh, she used to be like walking the streets of Palm Springs. Now she had graduated. Now she's an empress. Yeah. Anyway, you know, that's what happens in Palm Springs. It's a fairyland place. And then she needed court. So Taya Gill, who was the actress at the time, was a baronessa, I think. Drew is going to correct me because he's in the chat room. She was the baronessa of liz lauren's ass or something mm-hmm. i don't know and i was the the czar who am i the court jester? no the czar you know,
2: Archduke ron russell i'm
4: um, Archduke. do you love that ron russell arch fucking duke ron mm-hmm. russell i love it and today we have the guy that runs this whole crazy house of drag queens and crazy people that want to be women um
2: no he doesn't run at all he's just the head he's he's the the reigning court of the Imperial Court of New York.
4: Oh, Imperial Court of New York, where Liz Lauren, by the way, looking magnificent in a gown that they have never seen in the state of New York, designed by Fedor. And she won, I mean, she was breathtaking. She looked like a real regal woman. You'd never know she was a cheesy slut that usually wears, you know, whore clothes. But she was absolutely regal and beautiful. Her hair was pulled back and gorgeous. Not like she always wears it sloppy and hanging like a street walker. Anyway, (laughs) I mean, I don't want to be evil. I don't like doing things like that. But she looked like she took a bath. You know, she looked clean. She smelled like perfume. She had no foot odor. I mean, she was lovely, absolutely lovely. And she won Miss, whatever the hell she won, Miss uh, Drag Queen. Miss, what did she win, Miss Queen? when when uh janae when uh, liz lauren i have no idea anyway it's a big deal i used to anyway
2: it's a big deal yes just go with that and she's a big deal in it
4: i yeah i used to go to those balls years and years and years ago when the great queens were there i mean the queens of the 1950s i was a kid and uh the fabulous they were the gowns the way they would enter the rooms with all kinds of people carrying them in cleopatras and fanning and it was always a big production number nowadays these queens just walk and they walk and some of them don't shouldn't even go they're ugly as sin they look like truck drivers in a dress but what are you going to do it's their thing and they like it all anyway, right so we'll
2: talk with them about it because i want to i got to do some stuff here wait wait make-
4: i'm not finished dishing liz Loring
2: at that bitch She's she's yes you are
4: no I'm not she 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 never calls me she, she never she did call you and you didn't answer your phone oh well that's too bad on her isn't it well uh, that
2: you can't say she didn't call
4: <laughs> anyway I shouldn't say bad things about that bitch because Drew is in the you know chat room and we love Drew to pieces and you and love
2: her and you love Denae I, lo- I love I love Liz Lauren Liz
4: pieces. Liz Lauren, let me tell you something is the best drag queen out there there's nobody that can beat her because she doesn't do silly drag she doesn't do clown drag sophisticated she. She does, go- and her clothes, I mean, everything is designer. Her bags are Chanel. Her shoes are Jimmy Choo. I mean, she just wears the most expensive Brandy, everything. Come here. Her jewels are beautiful. All her It's costume, but it's the best. It's not like five and ten rhinestones that fall out.
2: Brandy, come
4: here. I think our dog is chewing the rug yeah, she's again. she's
2: chewing the
4: carpet. Brandy, she, come here. She does that when we ignore her. Brandy, get over here. Come here, Brandy. We, we don't need to change the carpeting in the studio, too.
2: All right, everybody. So listen up. We want to say some highs. First of all, we got in the chat room Naomi Jacobs, Irish Ginger. Irish Ginger hosts the Irish Ginger show Mondays at 3 p.m. Patrick Talbot's in the chat room. He's Ghostly Beard on Twitter. Ash Overst- uh, Ovenstone Gilligan is in the chat room. I don't know if I said hi to Irish, uh, Iris, I mean, Iris is in uh, Germany. Um, Ily from Estonia. Oh, uh, I know there's other people that I missed. Oh, B. Claudia from Germany, Dave from Stars Now, UK from the UK. So hello everybody. Hope you're enjoying the show. And I'm gonna try and get back in this chat room. It just blew up too big for me. But we got a good show. We're gonna call our first guest right now. In Go one get second. the dog's
4: leash so I um, can hold her.
2: Uh, okay, she, while we're calling. Because she's chewing the rug. <laughs> yes. Oh, Eileen Shapiro just showed up in the chat room. My dog.
4: My dog loves to eat rug. Munch, and, uh, munch, munch, munch. She's a m- rug muncher.
2: You gotta love it.
4: I love her. Look uh, what I look like. I look like an old troll. No, you don't. <laughs> Jimmy, I need a facelift. No, you don't. I think You're it's fine. time, honey. I really mean it.
2: I don't know how to write in the chat room. It's like it's it's gotten too big. I like that
4: big. Now I can read it. I know but
2: well, I can't get into it, so it won't let me write anything. I'm gonna close it out and go back in. Why? So Chad, let's play uh American High. The name of the song is Moon, and I'm gonna go get the dog leash.
3: Am I calling your first guest? Yes. All right. Let's do All right. it.
2: Randy, come here, Randy.
3: Randy, don't eat the carpet. <laughs>
2: American high the name of the song is moon available on all the digital download sites now we just want you to say something to make sure everybody can hear and then we're going to introduce you anything okay there you go i'm <laughs> here what beautiful teeth you have too all right everybody so if you hit the itv button on the w4cy website you can actually see us all live i forgot to mention that earlier now we want to welcome to the jimmy star show with ron russell the reigning Emperor 26 from the Imperial Court of New York. Emperor Harrington, hello and welcome to the show.
5: Thank you, everyone. This is an amazing pleasure to be with you guys this afternoon.
2: There you go. Let, let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man in the bathtub. And town. put my title first. Co-host, mm-hmm. Archduke Ron Russell. Excuse me, folks. <laughs> you got to go closer to the back. Like everybody can bow. Oh,
4: they have to bow, take down their pants, <laughs> and whack off. <laughs>
2: and then we've got the man behind the boards he runs all our boards he's in Florida Mr. Talented Chad Murphy
3: Emperor welcome to the show sir how are you Charles
5: a pleasure to be on the show this afternoon Doing good thanks for joining us
2: and then we have a chat room full of people and literally we have Germany the UK Estonia Belgium France and the United States all represented right now
4: did, did you know the imperial courts all over the world too
2: Actually, they, I, I wrote it down. The Imperial Court is... No, it's not everywhere. It's Canada, Mexico, and the Americas.
4: Well, that's only that's any places that really count.
2: <laughs> the other ones are just like... So, hold like, on. Say, hi rip, to every, riff rap. say hi to everybody in the chat room real quick. Hello, everyone. Welcome to
5: this fantastic, fantastic Share the Jimmy Star Show. And with today, Ron
2: Russell or with
4: I Ron smack Russell, you. With, with Ron, Ron Russell. When I see oh, you, I'll smack the shit out of you. Bro. Yes. <laughs>
2: I have to tell you first of all the chat room is like really going they're all talking about all your jewels and goddess we have a a, a, a Person in the chat room her name is Goddess. she's gorgeous yes. and she's saying that she needs some jewels like that and Hannah Clive from the UK Everybody is commenting on how beautiful your jewels are so as the reigning Emperor of the Imperial Court of New York You look fabulous.
5: Thank you so much this this is art beautifully customized by one of our core members who also designed uh, famous jewelry for members all over the United States and Canada and Mexico. And whoever wants to really get a piece of that, that's Beam uh, Thorin, the one who designed my uh, set. And yeah. actually, this, this, is my, this was my step up crown. I have like two more crowns, but this was my step up crown.
4: I love it. I went to a function and this gorgeous guy came up to me and he said, you have the most beautiful jewels. And I said, well, how can you see through my pants?
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. Oh, and I- Eileen Shapiro is in the chat room, too, and she says you look fantastic, and so say hi to Eileen. Kisses,
5: kisses, miss your girl. I wish I'm want to see you very, very, very soon.
2: And uh, Goddess is saying that he, she bows to you with much respect. Hey, Goddess, you don't bow
4: to me, and I've got a great title. <laughs> and I'm not bullshitting about my title. If you look at the em- Emerald Court... <laughs> You'll see my picture. I'm in a white tuxedo. Okay.
2: Well, we're not As a, tux- a guy,
4: I don't do drag. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a guy well, guy.
2: He look at him. How fabulous well, and he's, handsome. He's, and you have the most beautiful smile, I have to say. On TV, your smile is just gorgeous. Thank you. There's so many people always
5: ask me, are those tits real? Thank you. Yeah, you can yeah. Check them and pull them out. They're real. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no.
4: Yeah. There they, you go. You they like they ask it. Liz Lauren all the time, are your tits real? And she said no.
2: <laughs> so uh, let me tell you that. So well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about so that way you understand what. First of all, say hi to Emperor Drew. He's in the uh, chat room. Hi, that's Emperor It's L- Liz the... Lauren's husband. Hey, hang on. Let me explain it and then you can Oh, talk oh about What it. the fuck is this run over Ron? No, oh, but uh, oh, so, oh, so they have easy. the Emerald Kingdom in Palm Springs and Ron is the Archduke. Ron Russell's the Archduke. And then mm-hmm. there's Emperor Drew and Empress Liz Lauren. <laughs> and Liz is the Jose Award winner and sister to Queen Mother of all the Americas, Canada and Mexico, uh, Nicole, yes. Nicole Ramirez, and she's also Nicole Don- the Great, and the she's Imperial also court.
4: Donald Trump's lover, and
2: she's <laughs> really and Queen Mother only has two sisters, and one of them is Empress Liz Lauren. Yeah, Liz they're Lauren. in the chat room, and they're going to be listening. So oh we're having like the two courts are like meeting together and saying hello. All oh
5: my love and all the kisses to
2: beautiful Liz. Love you. Oh, she you. Is, she is beautiful. And Goddess Goddess says, Ron, you're too wonderful for words. No,
4: but Liz Lauren is beautiful, and I always tell her, honey, you charge too little. (laughs) She could certainly charge at least $25.
3: Hey,
2: jewel.
4: Hey, wait, Drew. Drew, is Liz around that bitch? I don't
2: know if she's actually in there.
4: She should be around for this, that slut. She's never on our show. You know, I invited her on our show. We scheduled her. She forgot. She never came on the show. I said, Liz, what happened? You never showed up. She said, Oh, I forgot. <laughs> well, at, at 74, I guess she forgets everything. That's
5: what I'm about to say. What year was that? The invitation? Oh.
4: <laughs> no, she's 74. She's an old bitch. I, but you know, she but she never forgot how to give good head. That's one thing she still remembers.
2: That's funny. Right. I think. Uh, they want to know if straight people can join because No, like, we don't
4: well. want you in our in our organization. <laughs>
2: So let me tell people just for no, people, straight people can join. Let, let's talk a little bit and let's tell Wait, people. let me finish my sentence,
4: please. Okay. We have men that come with their wives, which is kind of weird. And the men are dressed in drag and their wives are with them and their wives love it. And they support their husbands. And these men are straight men. They're not gay men. So anybody can join the Emerald Court. There you
5: go. We can do whatever we want.
4: Whatever we want. It's a fun organization. The balls are the greatest. I mean, I love some of the guys. They have like mustaches and beards and they're in a strapless gown. I mean, it's a riot. (laughs)
5: And now the new fashion
2: is just to set the whole face with glitter. Yes. (laughs) Right. Yes. <laughs> right, right, right. And then you. I'm will- glad you didn't do that, though, because you're handsome. We like the way you look. And then you
4: will see some drag queens that are magnificently gorgeous with beautiful figures, and their gowns are just not to be believed.
2: Which we're going to talk about that in one second. <laughs> Let me first. For, for anybody tuning in who's like, what the hell's going on? First of all, you guys, this is Emperor Harrington, yes. and he's the reigning emperor of the Imperial Court of New York. And you can get out more information by going to www.imperialcourtny.com. And basically, it's community service with the flair. They raise awareness and funds for all different great organizations like the Alley Fortney Center, the Trevor Project, Broadway Cares, Equity Fights AIDS, GLAAD, Gay Man's Health Crisis, uh, God's Love We Deliver, True Colors, funds and money, True Colors Funds, and many more locally and nationally. And you guys have a big, big event that's going to come up in April of next year, and it's called Night of a Thousand Gowns and uh and it's i think that it says carnival so i'm i'm gonna assume that means it's like a carnival theme this well, year do you want to know where the carnival means
5: uh name is coming from yes well this year uh, i was elected as the first latino ever elected for the imperial Code of new york in the state of new york so congratulations bringing, thank you so much so i'm bringing my roots i'm bringing the the beat and the fun into the imperial court of new york so what a better way to celebrate my Latina ancestry. So go with the carnival, you know, Latino you people. Love carnival. And this is our beautiful flyer that I've been distributed everywhere. You can get guys information all the way around the world. And if you want to come and join us, this is the flyer that we put in already on our website at www.icny.org. You can get all the information about the Imperial Court of New York. This fantastic show is coming next april 7th saturday april 7th 2018 at the mario Marquez, right in the heart of times square and let me tell you guys i've been part of the Imperial corps for the past uh, six years and this is the most lavish the most glimmer glitz glam event that new york lgbt can put as a big production for the lgbt community
2: it's so funny because Meg's in the chat room and she said she wants to go. <laughs> she wants to join.
5: <laughs> you can go, Meg. You Dang. can go and purchase the tickets on www.tix.com and just look for the link. that says "Night of a thousand gowns. The tickets are already on sale and they're really selling like crazy because this coming event tends to bring so many celebrities, people, and you you name it, the, the amount of uh, uh, people and different from different beneficiaries, from different entities. Uh, as well media, as well uh, people, straight people. There's a lot of amazing straight people that come and they support the Imperial Court of New York also as it. part of the LGBT community.
2: I love it. I know last year you guys, because uh, w- I don't know what happened that we didn't go, but last year you had uh, Expose was there, and Expose is a good, really good friends of ours. We've uh, had him on the show a bunch of times, and one of the singers, Joya Brun, is like one of our best friends, yeah. Two years ago. That was two years ago? Yeah, so yes. we were living up here. I don't even know what happened. But So you guys have great, great entertainment at it.
5: Yes, our our big major uh, headliner for this coming year, it will be not other than amazing Billboard Award, Dawn Tallman. She is fantastic, and she's going to be the highlight of the whole entire evening. I don't know if you know about Dawn Tallman, but you can go and look for it. She's got an amazing, amazing webpage that you can go at www. Tullman.com as
2: well we'll have to go and definitely look at it definitely look at it yes i'm just nodding you okay
4: mm-hmm. i'm fine i'm just letting you do your thing in an area <laughs> just, that i know everything about but you're taking he, it over I, so I, fuck you just, it's yeah. the jimmy it's the jimmy star show i'm no, not I'm saying another the, word i'm just getting no the no no, no you, you stepped on all my jokes he, now i have nothing more to say he, so ever, i'm gonna sit here being but, an evil bitch queen <laughs> He I'm he just gonna be a no, bitch queen. Looking
5: at me, trying to figure out what's gonna be his outfit for another result. outfit. No,
4: like- I have so many stories about the great legends of drag that have been to your affair years ago before you were born, and I attended. I'm 77 years old, wow. and I've been and I've been up to that drag shit thing for 50, 60 years already. I was in drag at 19. So figure, could you do your math? And the stories I had were phenomenal, but now I... I No, you can tell the stories. No, 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 fuck fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. Another another (laughs) fuck you. One more fuck you and I'll be happy. Fuck you. I just
2: wanted to get the facts out. No,
4: no, you got the facts out. First you should let me do my fun, then you do the facts. And I told you that 3,000 times. People are bored with the facts. People will go off the air because... you're going to kill me. I am. No, you know what it is? He doesn't know show business. He's an asshole. I'm in show business 57 years, and I know two things you must do. Get the audience in the first seven seconds or you lose them.
1: Totally. And exactly. the
4: other thing is, don't do, the publi- don't do the publicity before the act because people will turn your show off. Exactly. I don't know how many people were on the phones looking and they said, this show sucks. All this guy is doing is commercials for this other guy. Oh so my- I, I'm called a hook. All right. I do the jokes and people listen and I hook them in. Then when he does the bullshit that nobody cares about, they're already hooked. But he didn't get it, and I explained this to him. So, you know, I'm married to this fuck, you know. We're literally married. <laughs> th- tonight.
2: Are you married?
5: Yes, my husband is literally right in front of me. I don't know if he's going live on his cell phone, but he's literally, like, standing right in front of me with his camera like this.
2: Oh, well, so- he can stand in just, he can if he wants to stick his head in, he can stick his head in. His oh, so
4: Jimmy Jimmy ooh, runs ooh. everything. He even tells you what to do with your fucking husband. <laughs>
2: You always do that. Usually, mm-hmm. I can
4: because I'm I'm in this this the Emerald Kingdom is my thing.
2: Okay,
4: <laughs> you're not you're not even in it.
2: Well, so
4: who the fuck are you to talk about it? You're not uh, even in it, and yet you talk like an old actually, drag queen. Actually, they're saying with
2: his, queen, uh, with his crown, everybody's looking.
4: I was in there with Linji, the greatest drag queen's ever of the 1950s. Do you know Linji? Linji's dead. She's, I know, but she she's might, been you dead know, for ages.
2: But she might know who he, she is.
4: Joy, and Gypsy, you know Gypsy. The fabulous gypsy you don't know i these.
5: know the queen mother i know nicole
4: <laughs> no 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 these queens are are today in their 90s if they're alive georgie wolf girl all these great queens of years ago they were legends charlie pierce you must know charles yeah, Pierce. Yes, a pierce. very dear friend a very dear friend <laughs> of mine for 40 years and when they went to your affair they would have one one time they had four men all gilded, gorgeous muscle bound guys in gold, with little brief things on. And they carried her in as Cleopatra on a beautiful chair that whatever the hell it was. In those days the entrance was the thing to do. If you didn't make a good entrance outside where the people were on the red carpet applauding you, really? when your car when your car pulled up and you got out, people started to applaud you applaud you. I mean those were the days of gay drag grandeur.
5: Believe me, my, my step down uh, is open. It's going to be a very carnivalish event. I will not, I'm will. i not going to be coming on a stage on a huge Brazilian float, but it's going to be a lot of color and a lot of feathers. So yeah, that's-
4: because that's what it used to be. And I told this to Liz Lauren, and when she came back, she said, Ron, it was nothing like you said it was. I said, well, listen, there was a drag queen, and her name was Candy Darling the most famous drag queen, she was Marilyn Monroe's clone. Just as good as Jimmy James, she was even better because she was thinner and more beautiful. And she came in a gorgeous white sequin gown to the floor with a white uh, fox stole, and she kept the stole closed. When she got inside, the paparazzi went crazy and they started photographing her. She opened up the stole, and there were two of the most beautiful tits you ever saw. She was one of the first drag queens to have silicone shot into her body to give her breasts. Now, this was phenomenal back in 1959.
5: We never saw such no, a we thing. Can't, we can not put that on the stage. <laughs> yeah.
4: No, no, but then we did. <laughs> but, but the sad part is she died years later from the silicone poisoning. Wow. So, so that's the tragedy of Candy Darling. But she was a wonderful, gorgeous drag queen. See, drag queens back then looked like women. They didn't look like clowns. They didn't come with the absurd, you know, makeup and the crazy hair combs. They looked like—I mean, I impersonated Jane Russell and I looked like her. Uh, Jimmy James does Marilyn Monroe. I mean, everybody had a a a look, and it filled the room with such beautiful women. I mean, gorgeous gowns. It was a lovely affair.
5: Yeah, it's always always we always we're very well known in in the in New York to produce like the biggest, biggest gala when our drag queen members from the Imperial Court and also all the ladies that come from all over the country, they changed six, seven, eight times through the whole entire evening. Yep.
4: And what? they used to come from all over the world. Yes. Sweden? Sweden, a lot of Swedish people, guys were gorgeous. Yes. The Where's Swedes. It? One came, he looked like Anita Ekberg. He was gorgeous.
1: Beautiful. Actually,
2: how old are you? Can, can we young. ask? He's young. I know you're very young. Okay, guess. Oh, okay. Twenty eight. 30. <laughs> Thirty.
5: Yeah, thank you so much. No, I'm I'm close to forty eight right now.
2: Oh wow. That, that's young.
4: I should I'm I should be 48. forty
5: eight right now. And no not a bit of makeup on my
4: face at all. <laughs> Good for you.
5: It's all al natural.
4: <laughs> An- Anca io. So natural. Even, on the
5: picture, even on the picture, they say, oh my God, did you Photoshop this picture? They go, no, bitch,
4: this is me. <laughs> no, I, I, I don't show Photoshop pictures either, only because when people meet you in person, they have balls today. Today they say, oh, you don't look like your picture. You're much younger in your picture. People are rude. They have no oh, idea what they're saying. You know,
5: you know who just uh, asked me to send you a beautiful hi, um, Our dear uh, queen mother in New York, Coco Lachine.
4: Oh, yes. I was in a wedding party with her. Really? She she was a bridesmaid and I was the maid of honor, and matron of honor. and it was when Liz Lauren got married. And she was a a bridesmaid.
5: Yes, she just sent her love to you guys.
4: Yes, and and back back to Coco. She's
5: back in New York. She moved out of LA, so she's back in New York with us.
4: You know what? She was always a New Yorker. She was never... I did didn't—I never got it that she was in California. She's a total New York queen. Totally. She she's, belongs here. She's
2: actually, her. Eileen's telling everybody in the chat room that in person you're like super duper hot. And Hannah Clive from the UK wants to know if either of you guys have ever heard of Danny LaRue. Oh, absolutely. That's Danny you know,
4: LaRue yes. is English from London. Yeah,
2: that was a good friend of her father's. Oh, she has a famous father. Danny
4: LaRue. He was around when I was coming up as a drag queen, and Danny LaRue was, was very famous, and he came to New York, and he was appearing at the uh, Manhattan Center, I believe it was, and for some reason, I don't know why I never got there, because I was young, I was flighty, you know, I was dating the world, so maybe I had a date with a movie actor, and
2: I said, screw him
4: on <laughs> <I want> my <laughs> date, you know, those flaming fags, what we were like.
2: Uh, I would never I would never was one of those
4: <laughs> oh no you were never a flaming <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you know, how long have you been married how long have you
5: been married well I've been married happily married with my husband um two years we met three years ago and actually we met on one of the core events. he was representing um the Emperor court of hawaii for the oh, first cool. time and I met him in we start connecting. I was at that point in a relationship that it was literally like not going anywhere. And we start connecting, we start talking, six months talking over the phone. One time I went to Hawaii for a week and a half. And in August, like six months later, he was already in New York. I dragged him out of the core of Hawaii into New York. And yeah. we got married three months after he moved into New York.
4: Well, I was very happily married up until 25 minutes ago. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm miserable and I'm getting a divorce and I'm marrying Eileen Shapiro we get, we
2: get divorced every week and he no, marries no. Eileen every I'm week I'm marrying <laughs>
4: Eileen Shapiro because I need something big and soft to sleep she
2: on she said your husband's a doll
4: and her 48 your husband's a double doll double D's oh. are comfortable right Eileen? right
2: everybody in the chat room says they're loving it they love it when you bicker and uh, you get your panties in a wad no, I don't get my panties in a wand.
4: I get my balls in a ringer. That's what I get. My balls are in a ringer.
2: They're all like loving it, and they say that that Emperor Harrington's husband is a is a total doll, and that well, he's put him
4: on the camera. Very good looking in
2: like real life. And don't you have another uh, another um, crown you're going to show us, or no? Do you have another one?
5: Of course, I do have my crown. I'm like Josh show the they. What was the name of this comedian that he used to change crowns or put hats on it?
4: Well, listen. Let your husband bring you the crown so we can see him. <laughs>
5: Out over here, so he can yeah, take what's, the
2: what's his, na- yeah. what's his name? What's what? your husband's name again? Billy. Hey, Billy. What's Billy, up? We don't see your tits. We your oh, he's cute too. Wow, what a oh, good-looking couple. Billy, you guys Billy, how are
4: you, honey? Remember me? I was at the bus stop in Grand Central, <laughs> and and you offered me ten bucks, <laughs> yeah. and I said no. I take. I got. I want fifteen, and you said, well, for fifteen, you're going to have to do it upside down.
2: <laughs> oh, we froze. Hey, Chad, what happened? We froze.
4: Oh, we froze with Billy waving. Let's... Hey, Billy waving.
3: Billy, hey, would Chad. You, Billy, what'd you step on?
2: Billy, did you step on anything? Because now you guys froze. <laughs> no.
3: no. Maybe. Hit, the,
2: hit the little video button again.
3: Yeah, you gotta refresh it.
5: Uh, okay, we're uh, here.
3: Yeah. And now hit it again.
2: Um, okay. You're spinning. Yay, you're spinning, which means you're probably on your way back. We're right. happy with that. That's because your boyfriend is still so Eileen hot. Shapiro's saying hi to Billy.
4: Your, husband, your husband's so hot he blew a fuse. <laughs> Keep him the fuck away from our camera.
5: <laughs> oh my lord. Let's see right now. Nothing yet? No, nope.
2: No, It's Nothing it's yet. coming though. It's going to be coming through.
4: That's what Jimmy says every <laughs> night.
2: <laughs> oh, it, it went away again. Hit it. There we go. There we yeah, go. Yay. Look at you. Look you,
5: at
4: are you are good looking. <laughs>
5: you. Yeah, that's like a frozen picture over there. Still
4: frozen. Oh, it's frozen again. Oh,
2: that's funny. But in the
5: meantime, it will give me a chance to change my crown. <laughs> Let me see. Okay. Oh,
2: listen, Chad laughed on that one. <laughs> what? Chad's laughing on that one. Give me time to change my crown. Chad, what can we do? You got any suggestions?
3: I sure don't. Okay. I don't know why they would freeze over there unless the, you know, the internet connection's yeah. a little bit lower, but... Fro-
2: Somebody she wrote Ron, you're so funny, and then such a tramp. And then somebody wrote, He's a tramp, but they love him, but we don't know like who I don't know who she's talking okay. about. <laughs> she's
1: talking there about you go. Yeah,
4: he's back. Look at that. She's talking Bam. about
2: Liz Lauren, the tramp.
4: Not
2: me. I'm Look not at that one. Everybody check out this one.
5: This is another theme Thor's creation. He's a fantastic, fantastic jewel <laughs> designer. The first crown that I wore, it was all Swarovski's with Tanzanite stones that it was the real this is all um crystal clear crystal
4: I, I, I got mine at the dollar store it's plastic and it's a <laughs> princess crown I
5: bet, it, I bet it looks fantastic when you put it on
4: absolutely i look so good that liz lauren ripped it off my head and she put it on her head when she won the new york drag
5: listen the crown doesn't make the queen the queen <laughs> <makes> the <crown. laughs> that's true
2: <laughs> That's true. Did I say that? It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Yes, you said it and millions of people just and, heard it. <laughs> and
4: if, wait, you should see Liz Lauren's crown for real. I mean, the crown's like three feet she high. It's so un-
5: old so regal. She is above and beyond. Every time that I get to see her when she comes to the ball, yeah. it's like a, a breath taking fresh her, her Just the way she presents herself, she is absolutely fantastic. And let me tell you, like her. We have so many beautiful, beautiful,
4: Yeah, but wait a minute. You're missing out. Fedor, who's a dear friend of all of ours, My f- uh-huh. Fedor's a dear friend of mine too, does all of her gowns. And Fedor Ooh. is one of the most fabulous Beverly Hills designers. Her gowns go anywhere from six to $8,000. Wow. Okay? She only wears Jimmy Choo shoes, Chanel bags, Louis Vuitton. She only dresses in drag in the best of clothing. Her wigs are beautiful. She spray paints her face. I mean, she does everything gorgeous. She even puts fake teeth over her own teeth to give her the Sophia Sophia Lorenz smile.
2: She might not want everybody to know.
4: No, that's okay. These are tricks of the trade. Because if you see (laughs) Danae Montague King, who's the creator of the fabulous face line that I use and and anybody important uses, he has a beard and a mustache. And he looks like a man. He looks like Drake the Magician. And how he transfers into the beautiful Liz Lauren. He's small, so he looks like a woman's body. He's got beautiful legs, small feet, the bitch. She can buy shoes anywhere. She doesn't have to do like us, go into black neighborhood and go where the shoes are cheap because black women have big feet. She can go to Rodeo Drive and buy the most beautiful size eights. Um, She does everything perfectly. And that's why I respect her because she makes drag perfect. Whereas most queens have holes in their stockings and their sh- heels are run down. Not the, qu-
2: not the court ones,
4: though. Oh, yeah. I've seen, I've seen <laughs> you know, some. Court you know, guys,
5: stuff. that are night with Southern Gowns on 2018, our beneficiary is going to be uh, God's with the Liver. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
4: I work for them. And did you know I got a Broadway <laughs> Care's award? I do. I have it as a glass thing with my name on it because I raised over $150,000 for AIDS back years ago with my show, Ron Russell's, uh, what the fuck was it called?
2: Set the Record Straight?
4: No, no, that's my TV show. My drag show was called, oh my God, my mind is gone.
2: It's okay, we'll keep going. Hang on, because we only got a couple minutes left. What was it called? So so first of all, everybody in the chat room is saying how fabulous The Crown is, and Eileen said, you are the most handsome emperor ever, (laughs) and Emperor Drew said, what do you mean? (laughs) Well... (laughs) <laughs> which is a joke everybody's having fun no no
4: no I have to clear that up he's the handsome New York emperor and Drew is the handsome California emperor course Drew really, Drew's handsome he's like Absolutely. he's like 16 years old he's cute and young and adorable <laughs> yeah. you know the old bitch got him out of the nursery home <laughs> yeah.
2: Nurse, no,
4: not nursing home. No, no at the nursery. You know, I was with Liz. She said, Ron, stay in the cab. I said, where are you going, honey? She said, I'm going up to the nursery to get my husband. And I want the cab to be here when I come down with him. I don't want the baby to get cold. And that's what we did. So and, let's, and he grew up. And now she's 103. And he's only young.
2: So let's go. First of all, are you on Twitter as Emperor Harrington?
5: I'm as Emperor Harrington 26, yes, on Twitter.
2: So it's Emperor Harrington M P Harrington 26, probably? Correct. Hi, everybody. So you can follow Emperor Harrington on Twitter at EMPHarrington26. and We have some time, so if you want to stay longer, no, you can. No, we don't have time. Oh, we, I thought we had time. No, we have another guest in in seven minutes, so we have, seven minute, we have five, six minutes. I <laughs> wanted to send a beautiful um,
5: uh, thank you to the bowl producers, my husband, Billy, um empress antique and elia garlands which are the three fantastic producers for nato south and gowns carnival 2018 and also our fantastic president of the imperial court new york fantasia marcus danso and the board of directors this year has been a fantastic fantastic year we already all the way up to a lot of money and i'm eight months already on my reign and
4: this Good is you. And wonderful this news Yes. I, I, I want to say something. Everybody out in Palm Springs, we have a Toys for Tot thing going on right now with the Emerald people. And if you can't, if you're not there to give a gift, send $1. Because I always tell you only $1 because of a million people. We have four and a half million that watch us. So if one million of our people send $1, they could certainly buy Ferris wheels and roller coasters for those kids. We
5: support so, any city that really needs uh, from our help a little well, bit. Well, Queen Queen
4: Jacqueline, you know, Jacqueline, what the hell is her title? Empress, Queen, big shit. You know, she's a big shot out there. She and her husband. You know who I'm talking about? Jacqueline? Jacqueline?
5: Jacqueline Barrett?
4: I don't know her last name. She's on my Facebook. I've I've never met her. But anyway, she's running it. And it's a Toys for Tot. And send it to Liz Lauren because she's the bitch that's in charge of all of it. So oh. if you want, I know let, uh, Drew. First give me my, where wait, to, wait, go wait, back to the. Wait, Drew. Me. Give me where to send the money or the doll or the toys, Drew. It's
2: too, it's too late. You have to figure that stuff out ahead of time. No, we could do it. This is our show <laughs> is on the air. We don't figure anything out. So wait, I want to go back because because uh, Eileen says say hi to Mark, and I'm pretty sure I emailed I was emailing back and forth with Mark. Could you just... like that's important? Yes, toys it is. for tots more. Important. No, this is this is important. Um, who's the uh who who is Mark again?
5: Mark Costanzo. He is the actual president of the. ICNY.
2: That's what I thought. Okay. Okay. So, like people give a shit about that, really. And ICNY. Yes, and, and so it's ICNY.com or is it Imperial Court New York. That, com.
5: Oh dot org. Okay. Uh, or, and you know, guys, another thing that I would like to uh, throw in there that uh, we're working already on the Stonewall anniversary 2019. The Imperial Court of New York is very highly involved and as well. New York, uh, the court in New York um, hosted the major event in Washington, D.C. back in 2014 when we developed the stamp for Harvey Milk. That can be in another um, that we have in the future. But it was an amazing campaign that was developed. That um, stamp was shown at the White House, and there were so many dignitaries that came to pay respect for
4: And did you know that Janae Montague King was there, Liz Lauren? yes and he's very dear friends with uh what's his name i forgot his name what's his name of who i
2: don't nobody said oh, anything
4: he was at the wedding what the hell is his name the guy that was the nephew to uh
2: stuart milk stuart milk stuart. yes
4: and <laughs> Janae is very close to him i don't know what sorry about that we forget the
2: names.
4: well you know i'm old 77 years old i'm lucky i know where to pee i mean really
2: so, you guys, the imperial court system has 70 chapters across the United States. This is Emperor Harrington from the reigning uh, emperor for the imperial court of New York right now. He's number 26. And who is your queen? Let's give a shout-out to your queen.
5: Is my dear and lovely friend because of her. I am right now where I am, and she brought me into the court. Her name is Madison Mansfield.
2: Madison Mansfield. Madison. So, hello, hello, Madison Mansfield. Uh, she and, is um,
5: a dear, a dear, dear, dear friend of mine. And um, like I want to I want to say it again, guys, you're more than welcome to come and be part of this fantastic, fantastic gala, which is coming Saturday, April 7. Remember, April 7.
4: My dear uh, sweet, my dear sweet emperor, if I'm not living in Palm Springs by then, I'm going to be dead because I'm going to kill myself. If I have to live here, that, if I have to live in this fucking woods that I live in now for another four or five months, I'm going to hang myself from the tallest We're tree. We're hoping
2: to be living in Palm Springs and I, traveling back I to
4: am the from, event. I am from Palm Springs. <laughs> if you can there.
2: fly, we send you an Amtrak. Don't worry.
4: <laughs> no, 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 no. Once I'm in Palm Springs, I never intend to leave the desert for any reason <laughs> ever. I won't even go to L.A.
2: So hold on. Let's go back to it, though, anyway. so listen But do you up, ever you get out? You, get,
4: you must come out. You, wait, hang on. You come out to our functions out there, don't you? Yes. Okay, so I'll see you out there in yes. person.
2: You guys listen up. Night of a Thousand Gowns. Uh, the theme is Carnival. It's the 32nd annual one. It's Saturday, April 7th, 2018 at the Marriott Marquis New York Times Square. And you can go to ICNY.org to get all your information. How's that? Fantastic.
5: And like... I- and like Mama Jose say, and, and Nicole the Grey, our Queen Mother, from the heart through the core for the community. That's what we do. And that's what we stand for. And the Good. system.
4: And Feliz Navidad to and you, Feliz my Feliz friend.
5: Feliz Navidad para todos ustedes. And happy
2: holidays. No, Christmas.
4: Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> we're, 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 I'm an yeah. Italian Catholic, and I believe in Merry Christmas, the date of Jesus's birth.
2: Our, our
5: organization is very diverse. So really, I have to say in different ways.
4: Okay. Right, but when you're talking to a guinea, a when you're talking to a guinea from Brooklyn, you say Merry Christmas. or we okay. have you killed. Or we we shoot. <laughs> you. Thank, we thank shoot you, you, Emperor
2: Harrington. Thank, thank you, you so much. much. Have a good one. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, you guys too. The uh, uh, if you go to uh, um you can find out about the Toys for Tots drive in Palm Springs, California.
4: Did Drew send that? Yes. Oh, thank you, Drew. You're sweetie. You know, I want to do something also, but I don't believe in sending money. I would like to go to uh, Schwartz, you know, whatever it's the good toy store and buy a beautiful gift. Um, although you guys, I don't know what you're going to buy if we send you money. What are you going to buy? Shit. I mean, I'd rather oh, get something stuff. really nice. Yeah,
2: that's cool. All right. So now we're going to get ready for our second guest. Chad. That's hey, me. Chad, is Nick Knowles. Does he look like he's online?
3: Please stand by
2: okay all right everybody we're gonna stand by
3: Nick Knowles hey yeah looks like he's online
2: all right so let's play one let's play make you feel my love and let's get him on the line
3: let's do that off we go
2: it's a new single from make you feel my love it's a remake by Nick Knowles off his new album and we're gonna get him on the line while we're doing that so here we go.
0: And there's no one there to dry your tears I could hold you for a million years To make you feel my love I know you haven't made your mind up yet But I would never do you wrong I've known it from the moment that we met No doubt in my mind where you belong I'd go hungry, I'd go black and blue I'd go crawling down the avenue No, there's nothing I wouldn't to make you feel my love. The storms are raging on the road. Stranger blowing wild and free No, you ain't seen nothing like me yet I could make you happy Make your dreams come true No, there's nothing I wouldn't do Go to the ends of the earth for you To make you feel my love to make you feel my love.
3: All right, there you go, Jimbo. Hi, right,
2: everybody. So that was "Make You Feel My Love" by the incredibly talented Nick Knowles. So, Nick, say hello real quick. I want to introduce you, but I want to make sure everybody can hear you.
6: Yeah, hi, everybody. I'm uh, really excited to be on your show. Thanks for having me. All right, here we go, then.
2: All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the incredibly good-looking, talented English television presenter, writer, and musician, Nick Knowles. Hello, and welcome to the show.
6: Hello. I'm excited to be there, and sort of, in, you know, in, in sort of electronically, if not in person. If only I was there on the other side of the table with you.
2: Yes, absolutely. So let me introduce you to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell.
4: Hello, James Bond. Nice. Hello. <laughs> And how come, you, how come they didn't choose you to do James Bond? You would have made a great James Bond. I'm
6: too handsome, tall. Handsome. They, but, they can't find that, that same size as me, that's why.
4: No, but you're handsome and with that baritone voice, you could have said, Bond here. Ah, yes, yeah,
6: the name's Bond. James Bond. See,
4: so see, that, see, now they're going to call you for the next James Bond. So that, I want 10%.
6: I'm too tall. You can't, you can't put an actor like me as James Bond because you make the baddies look good. They're like, you know, they all look small. I'm, I'm six foot two and two hundred and twenty pounds.
2: Like me. So you're big and beefy. Like yeah, me. I'm a
6: unit. As I, we we describe it in the UK, as I'm a unit, uh, which is handy when you're playing rugby, which is what I used to do for years. Well, I still do occasionally, but um, but not so good when you're a TV presenter or an actor because you look like the honey monster next to everybody else. <laughs>
2: Now, where does it you doing? Let's finish the introductions real quick. We got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy.
6: Nick Knowles, welcome, sir. Welcome. Very nice to meet you, sir.
2: And then we've got a chat room full of people. Everybody loves the song, so say hi to everybody in the chat room.
6: Hi, everybody in the chat room.
2: And then say hi to say hi to um, Hannah Clive. She's a UK artist who uh, whose father was a famous actor. Now I forgot his name. Um, but just say hi to Hannah because she's, like she's in there bragging about how like you're like the biggest thing in the world in the UK. So I so uh, we
6: we'll it And in. the payment is in the post. Yes.
2: <laughs> you know that's pretty. That's
4: pretty like X-rated when a woman says you have the biggest thing in England. <laughs> I mean.
6: It's been in all the papers. There's nothing here. It's fine. <laughs> actually, oh that, that, Eileen
4: just had a canary. That <laughs> is
6: oh, Eileen loves you by the way. She wants she to She just it.
4: fainted. She's a size queen. <laughs> oh, no, it's true. Eileen only likes men with huge penises and she'll tell you that. So now so, when she comes to England, you know, if you want to if you're lonely one night, she'll be happy.
6: Actually too, we have a guy in <laughs> Or is it the description of how she stands because she likes large ones? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do you know Eileen? No, she doesn't. He's going to know her because I'm going to oh, introduce them you've later. you never met Eileen. You'll love Eileen.
6: 40, uh,
4: 48 double Ds. Real. No bags, no fake. Real no knockers. 48 no, I work for the double
6: Ds. I'm not allowed to comment on that in any way, shape, or form at the moment.
2: Okay, that's fine.
4: Oh, you don't the have to
6: come.
2: Right. <laughs> They'll throw you off. Yeah, air. you'll be in trouble for like sexual harassment. Imagine how stupid we also have a, a, a person in the chat room, Dave Hughes. He's always in the chat room. He says, good evening, Nick. The reason I like you is you nicely took the piss out of my brother on your show. Laugh out loud. <laughs>
6: I do have a tendency to say that to, to, to not to not let the elephant in the room walk away unstated. So, so does he. anybody with a strange haircut or anything else, I'll point it out during the course of the program. He
2: does the same I thing. I did the same thing. So, real quick, we give a shout out. I tell to, it like it is. Hang on, we want to give a, a shout out to Brigida and Sven Thorson, who uh, set help set this interview up. We love <laughs> them. They were great on the show last year. They're, they're great. And we love them. So we want to say hi to them. And so what you, you can say take over
4: the show, you don't let me say anything anymore?
2: No. I'll
4: be very quiet I'm if you like. i just getting all the
2: stuff in that no, I want you, to get why in. Why don't you take
4: some speed coke or something?
6: <laughs> all Hello to the Danes and <laughs> the Vikings hey, and everybody else in the no. again. Absolutely.
2: So then, um well, what would you like to ask him? I forgot. Okay, so here, i, I got a whole bunch of notes to go over because he's... I a- know,
4: but you're boring. I'm, I'm not. <laughs> I'm funny. So mean. <laughs> like people go to the bathroom. They take, when you're the talking, room. they take piss breaks. <laughs> all right, we're married,
2: so I'm allowed to talk this. Yeah, before. we always do that. It's a normal thing. Don't don't worry about it.
6: <laughs> you know, I have a very similar. I have a very similar relationship with the designers on the uh, on the build show <laughs> that we do. And people always assume that we must be having some kind of affair. And isn't it sad that if people argue, they must be getting, they must be going out with each other,
4: in love like idiots. <laughs>
6: Let's
2: talk talk about that one, though. So it's called DIY SOS. Do it yourself. What's SOS stand for?
6: Uh, When we first started 18 years ago, uh, it was basically people who had attempted to renovate their own homes and made a mess of it. And the SOS was to come in so that we could come in and put right what they had put wrong. People would take kitchens out thinking they knew how to do it, discover they couldn't, and then live without a kitchen for three years until we came in uh, with an SOS call to come and uh, rescue them for him. But it's sort of, it grew and got bigger and bigger, and it's turned into... Well, you, you know, in America, you have a thing called Extreme Makeover. Yes. Okay, so our thing is like that, except that we build hospitals, we build um, community centers, we build... Uh, we put a garden on the top of a children's hospital in uh, in central London. We do uh, um, hospices for children with life-limited illnesses. We build... Uh, we had a, a, a policeman who was, um, who was uh, uh, injured in the Westminster attack who was in our great Stoke Mandeville hospital recovering, but I couldn't get home to his house because his house wouldn't, I wasn't able to take him in his wheelchair. So we changed his house around and so on and so forth. The only difference between us and your extreme makeovers is that, um, that everybody who comes and does it with us because it's the BBC, we're not allowed to say who's helped us out. So people, people come and help out, but we're not allowed to say who they are. They give us 20,000, $30,000 worth of kitchen and we're not allowed to tell who's given it to us. And they're not allowed to advertise the fact that
2: it's all anonymous.
6: It's anonymous and entirely altruistic, but apart from that, it's very similar to the extreme makeovers that you have over there. But we do it on a grand scale now for 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 all kinds of different projects in the UK that need help.
2: I googled it and it said that it was like the most popular. They said factual show, which we would use reality show. That it's like the most popular reality show in in the UK.
6: Yeah, it's been it's been on for eighteen years now, and it, it regularly gets uh, sort of. Uh, five six seven eight nine million viewers which in the uk is big figures i know that's not necessarily huge in america but look with the population difference that's a that's a big deal over here there's very few programs we have things like the x factor and things like that that get those kind of figures but apart from that to have a, a reality program that's talking about important things like we we built an entire street for veterans up in manchester homeless veterans we we took derelict houses and rebuilt them to make them ideal homes for veterans and things and Uh, Prince Harry and Prince William came in and joined in with that for us. And um, we got eight, nine million viewers on that. So it's nice. We get to, I think probably it is a building program. We try to make it as funny and entertaining as possible. But we also get to point up the people who fall through the cracks in our system. You know, the people that get left behind. So it's kind of nice from that point of view too. Plus we we, we literally rip into each other in the way that you've been ripping into each other at the start of this program. (laughs) Oh,
4: you haven't seen anything yet. You know, we have SOS here too. Save our show. Get rid of Jimmy. Yeah, so
6: we have, like, we have, we we call it banter in the UK. um, Yes,
2: banter.
4: No, we call it beating the shit out of each other. (laughs) So
2: I, like, I actually Googled you, you know, like, because I was, like, because I I literally, okay, on Twitter, I got about 40 or 50 people who sent me things saying, I can't believe you got Nick Knowles coming on I know
4: why you're acting weird. Why? Because you have a cold. And my daughter gave you codeine cough syrup. I've
2: been taking it all day.
4: And that's why you're stoned, you fucking <laughs> moron. He has no personality for real. In the real world, he's dull and quiet. And suddenly, he's screaming and carrying on. No, hold
2: on. So I go, I had like 50. You should
4: take cough syrup all the time. Listen, right?
2: I had like 40 or 50 people literally send me messages about you, Nick. You know, and I was like, okay, so I know you're like a huge deal. I, I, kind of, um, I told Chad before we came on that you're kind of like the UK version of like a Ryan Seacrest, but good looking and cool. That's,
4: that's and very in Seacrest, please.: that's that's very-
2: Yes. But then So then I Googled you, and you were like, what we would have like we have a thing here called TMZ, and that's like who they follow around to see what's going on. And I Googled you and literally, like, like there's hundreds of posts are, who is Nick Knowles dating? Who does Nick Knowles see? Is he in a relationship with this one? Is he in a relationship with that one? And there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of pages of like, Nick Knowles is so great looking, and who the uh, heck is he you, dating?: Are
4: you're single? Uh, I, currently, I am single. Yes, Eileen, uh, <laughs> go, go get that French push-up bra we saw in the window, <laughs> and wear a very low-cut bustier. He's single. I got I news for you. I got news for you. After you get, she gets through with you. You won't be able to work for a week.
6: I've got to tell you, actually, uh, my date is in the room, but she doesn't want to appear on television, and she doesn't want to get appear in public. So No, but you know,
4: your, I- da- your date may be a decent woman who wants to marry you. Eileen is not a decent woman, and she doesn't <laughs> want to marry you. She just wants to fuck you to pieces. Yeah. <laughs> right, Eileen? Right? He's cute. Well,
6: listen, there are many different ways to keep fit. Uh, and, uh, <laughs> That's why <what laughs> You
4: know, oh my God! He really was, is stoned.
6: jimmy But on YouTube, there's an American guy on YouTube who does eight minute ads. Have you seen him? This yes. Guy is like very popular. He he wears the old kind of Lycra wrestling shorts that that that, that haven't been seen for a while, um, and and he he looks like the guy that in the there was a a film called Fifty First Dates. Do you remember that one? Yes.
2: Uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore maybe.
6: There you go. Drew Barrymore character has a brother who is constantly doing push-ups and sit-ups and trying to demonstrate that he can move his pecs ind- independently. The guy on YouTube is just like that. Now, I have two options. One is to do that once every morning, the eight-minute abs on YouTube, or the other is to get uh, get active in uh, horizontally in a mixed trampolining kind of way, if you know what I mean. Well,
4: when you know, when, so when well. is Eileen going to be in London? A couple of oh, weeks. Yeah, actually,
6: she's coming there in a couple of weeks. But she
4: she's like Adam Adamant's lover, so you'll have to beat Adam Ant up <laughs> to get to her. Husband. Oh, is that right? Yeah. yeah, she's been she's been banging at a man for like thirty in years. in her mind. <laughs> no, no, with her vibrator, with her vibrator, she's been banging him for thirty
2: years. I love it. So okay, so. <clears throat> So you've got this DIY thing, you. Know, we don't want to talk about how you're we'll say hi to your beautiful date. I know she's beautiful cuz I've seen pictures of anybody that you've been ever rumored to date. Like <laughs> the picture of every one of them, whether you ever dated them or whether you even knew them or not. There's a thousand pictures of women that you've been, yeah. you know, linked to. Well, uh, I
3: think
6: all- it's become a bit of a sport over here with the newspapers. When I when my wife and I split up, we uh, we we didn't enter into that usual mudslinging that goes on when people and, um, and as a result, because they didn't get any stories out of that, it's become a it's sort of a, a national sport to try and find out who I'm dating. So literally, all I have to do is stand next to somebody and the photograph is taken. And we're, and we're like, there was a recently we have a thing called Pride of Britain Awards, which is like a big awards for people who've done amazing things in society. And there was one of the guys, a policeman who had, uh, uh, who had one of the terrorist attacks had weighed into three people unarmed against people that had knives and, and so on and so forth. He was giving a he was given an award and I was photographed with him and his wife and the newspaper article actually had me dating his wife that's the yeah kind
4: of, that's, that's cute boy. well you won't have that to happens worry.
2: when you're really big. you
4: won't have to worry with Eileen because she'll use you and then you know dump you
2: <laughs> <laughs> so. but you won't have to pay anything <laughs> no you don't have no she'll take she'll take you
4: out she'll take you out for drinks she'll get you drunk she'll Can I just feel, she'll drink? She'll fill you up. She'll fill you up. And if it's worth it, she'll take you to a motel.
6: (laughs) Are we currently measuring quality on the amount that they will charge you? Is that what you're saying?
4: (laughs) No, no, no. Actually, Eileen is a wonderful, uh, dear friend of ours. Who's a good girl and she's got nine grandchildren and she's the best grand. She's a young grandmother, by the way, she got laid at like nine years old and had like kids
6: no, I can't be involved with conversations that are in any way
4: <laughs> no but she's a good girl I don't want people out there to think that
2: we're
6: just
4: joking I tease everybody just like Liz Lauren is a wonderful friend uh Eileen is also wonderful she's a lovely girl but you should meet her she's a lovely person
6: well like the like our Danish friends who set this interview up they're wonderful people too absolutely. you are worldwide you gentlemen you are worldwide appreciated absolutely
2: I know so- um So here, so let so you got all these cool things going on. I want to bring up. I want to ask some
4: questions. Okay, go ahead. Never give you cough syrup again with codeine. I mean, he's fucking wild.
2: You're like a crazy man.
4: Tell us about your show. I want to. I don't know. He's got like ten of them. Fucking shut up, fuck If I put my (laughs) foot up your ass and my fist down your throat. Such a fucking loud mouth faggot. Oh, Oh. what did I marry? Mary Queen mouth. He's got a bunch of shows. He's got a bunch. (laughs) of You are on my, the fucking interview. Okay, well, I, I want have. to interview him. Put your dick in your mouth for a while and suck a little. Leave us alone. <laughs> he okay. <can> do that? <laughs> I wish he could, then he'd leave me alone. We're not even going go to go there. Listen, I want to know who, why are you so famous? I don't know you. I'm, I, don't, never, I never research our guests because I like it to be fresh. Okay. What are you all about? Who are you? What are you doing? I mean, why are you so famous?
6: OK, so I've had this uh, program that's been doing really well for 18 years on BBC One. BBC One is like the main channel. 18 years? It's 18 years in prime time on BBC One. Also, on Saturday night, I have a big Saturday night quiz show. The big, like, I don't know what your Saturday night quiz show would be over there. But the big Saturday night quiz show on BBC One, I've had that going for 10 years over here. I've actually, in actual fact, I've had five different Saturday night shows that have been running. the main, but I've like, basically been on Saturday night at BBC One for the last 10 years uh, on doing all that kind of stuff as well. Then on top of that, I also write movies. So I had a big movie that came out last year. did very well all over the place. It's on Netflix in America. It's on Netflix in the UK. It's the only movie on Netflix currently running with a five-star review from the general public, which is kind of cool. What's it uh, called?
4: No, I want yeah, to know how, do, I, I wanna know how do you get them to renew your contract? You go with a gun? I mean, 18, <laughs> 18 years? Nobody runs for 18 years. He's good. in yeah, this I gun. Know. Not in this country. Nobody here goes 18 years. Here, if you do six years, it's a miracle. I did four years on my show in California. set the record straight. And they were saying, oh, my God, you're going on your fifth year like it was a big shit. 18 years and 10 and 10 on two others.
6: Yeah, 10 on Saturday nights and 18 years. So, on
4: so you you must have a beautiful home and a lot, a gorgeous car and a lot of money.
6: No, I've given most of it away. I'm involved with a lot of um, a lot of different big charities, and over the years, I've given most of it away. You're just saying yeah, that yeah. now
4: because the date's listening. You don't want her to think you're rich, because you think she's out for your money.
6: <laughs> Listen, we actually—I went to support one of my charities, Born Free Foundation, the big wildlife charity that, that what was that, that operates around the world. And they—they they had a big night tonight at a big jewellery place in the West End. It was jewellery and champagne. One of the necklaces was half a million pounds. Trust me, I've got no money left.
4: <laughs> well, I was going to say it because if you want to give money to a good cause, you know, Tippy Hedren, the movie star, the birds. Yeah. yeah, Tippi's a good friend of mine. And she's got Shwangal swunga, I can't swear, what is it? Sh- no, no. Her, her, she has over a thousand cats, lions. Oh, sh- it's called sh- sh- Shambhala. 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 And we always try to raise money because her lions cost a fortune to feed the, the the panthers. She's got over a thousand different kinds of exotic cats. She's got acres and acres up in northern California or northern Los Angeles. So if you ever know anybody that wants to send a couple of bucks extra, send it to Shambhala, to Tippi Hedren. Okay. Well, they
6: she sound w- very much like the, the wildlife. Do you know there are now more big cats in California than there are in the are world? Are you
4: kidding? Why? Listen, you want to do me a favor? When this show is over, go to YouTube and click on the Tippi Hedren interview with me. Tippy okay. and I did an, an hour interview about what they do with the cats in Texas. The snow lions that are in Texas, how they're abused. You have no idea. People buy them as cute little cubs, and when they grow into big animals, they abuse them. Tippy takes them. Tippy opens her doors to every exotic animal. She's a beautiful, wonderful, good hearted. I, I adore her. And I'm she so proud.
6: I'm over in LA. I'll look her up and 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 uh, And, and, come and, sort of and tell her Ron
4: Russell said so because I, I she's a dear friend and I love her to pieces. I and will. I I you know
2: in the chat room too they're saying that one reason going back to how popular you are is because you're a great pre- present presenter. You're good looking and that you're a huge philanthropist giving back to the giving back to society. Well, not basically. only that, but he's got it a is.
4: personality for change. Wait, wait. <laughs> What yeah i keep it in the box it? so
6: i haven't brought it along this evening but it's uh, yeah but listen we, i have done a lot of stuff i've done a lot of stuff with veterans over the years i've done a lot of stuff with born free foundation which is i i did i did ranger training in africa and i'm i'm really into all of the the big five wildlife out there and protecting rhino and, and elephant. Oh, they,
4: and, I, then and you're going to want to tell them to send something to tippy i mean yeah. she's always out there working her ass off begging everybody and it's humiliating i mean tippy all her money goes to her cats I mean, she doesn't have really. I mean, she makes a movie. Her daughter, you know who her daughter is, right?
2: Melanie Griffith.
4: Melanie Griffith. Okay. Mel- yeah, and Melanie and her ex husband, uh, uh, Don Ban-
2: Johnson. No, oh, the other one.
4: Banderas.
2: Antonio, Antonio Banderas.
4: They were supporting her for a long time. And a lot of people in L.A., you know, I try to raise money for her also. Because if not, those cats are going to starve to death. And that's a sin because they're magnificent. Watch Watch animals. the video. Watch the video. We shot it at Shambhala. You will well, see the, people,
6: the The guys that I work with are desperately trying to keep those animals in the wild and make sure that they actually... Yeah, but they
4: can't them. because they they bring them in. You can't. People pay money to have those cats smuggled I
6: get that, but we're trying to stop people actually approaching them and bringing them in and taking That's them... That's terrific. Them it's one
4: of the biggest... Things it's better than slavery. I mean, they make more money on parrots, parrot, you know, big African parrots, all kinds of stuff.
6: Look at no, what I've happen- been working over the last few years. we've Been working with Interpol, and Prince Charles has had a big, uh, uh, a big initiative going on that he's actually run with Prince William to try and make sure that 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 trade in wildlife is uh, is being stopped and. Um, we've got, um, there's certainly a lot of movement and a lot of work going on in Africa and in, in India, obviously with, with the Tigers, a lot of work going on around the world with various different governments and police forces to try and make sure. It's a very, very complex business and there's a lot of money involved and a lot of gangsters involved and it's a, it's a, a lot of
4: gangsters. Yes. But you know, you want, up. you want a liver, you have to buy a liver in the African countries and they send you a liver. Okay. So there you go. They did a documentary on it where they showed you all these young children, young people, 18, 19, 20, scarred because they sold their liver in order yeah. to survive.
6: Terrible. Yeah. We did a similar thing. I work for an organi- another organization that I'm involved with which is Comic Relief. And they've, they've done various stuff in, in India. And I've been to India and met people that have sold their kidneys for a uh, uh, in order to pay for their, their children's uh, wedding or their children's education. And they'll sell a kidney in to do that. There's a lot of it. There's a there's a lot of terrible stuff going. It's on. All it's lot all smuggling. It's all
4: called smuggling.
6: Yeah, but there's also you got to remember because it's very easy to get carried away with the idea that the whole world's out to get everybody else. But there's a lot of really good people in the world fighting against.
4: Oh, sure there are. Death. For as many bad, there are double good. Anacondas yeah. now in Florida are rampant because people were buying anacondas, that snake. And now they're in, they're in the swamp, in the Everglades, eating the alligators. So it's an ecology thing. Everything is getting screwed up now because people are crazy. You don't buy an anaconda when it's a little cute snake and it turns into a 12 foot, 18 foot killer. So we have, this is my word, and I'm glad that you're with me on this. We've got to stop bringing in exotic animals. Go rescue a fucking dog or a cat. If you want to, if you want a, re- you want a, a, a pet,
6: no, you're da- right. Go to a rescue. Yeah. We we rescue our two dogs. We're about animals in the world and trying to make sure they can actually find. We can create some. I did some work in Africa with um creating uh working with the tribes in Africa to create wildlife areas that the uh that the tribes will leave alone and and create um uh, eco resorts where where the local tribes can benefit from the wildlife and tourism can come in and see the wildlife in its natural environment and get the local tribes, because it's very easy to pay somebody, one of the local tribesmen, you know, $10 to go down the road and shoot an elephant, because that oh. they'll be able to feed their kids. So you've got to have a holistic view looking after the local tribes people as well as the animals, otherwise it doesn't work out. And so many people go in and try and look after the animals, or people go and look after the people. And the thing in places like Africa and India, you've got to actually make the whole thing work as a holistic thing. It's very complicated, but there's lots of really good... I've been involved with lots of different groups around the world. I used to well, work,
4: on, you are a lot of work. you are an amazing... You are an amazing man, and my I hat's off down. to you. And I love one day to shake your hand and tell you thank you for being who you are, doing what you're doing, because that's who I am. And Drew in the chat room, and all my friends out in California and Palm Springs, we are all fighting for uh, you know gay guys to go on committing suicide, young boys because they can't be gay their family won't allow it or people smuggling in and
2: giving back to the world.
4: There are so many causes out there for everybody no. to get involved with. You say you're bored, America, don't be bored. Join a cause. You'll meet new friends. You'll have what to fight for. You'll raise money and you'll meet sensational people like this guy, Fuck his 18-year TV show. I don't give a shit about it. It's who he is. You should do a reality show, my friend, about you and what you do and the causes you fight for. That's a show I would like it to be. Well, run. look, I've been very, I,
6: it's really kind of you. I've been very lucky over the years that with the various different things that I've been involved <laughs> with, with TV. They've given me great opportunities. So, For example, some of the other work that I do, apart from the programs i told you about, I've also done a lot of work with Attenborough in the Natural History Unit out of the BBC, So I've made programs about orangutans and deforestation in Borneo. Uh, I've done stuff in in Africa about the various different in like 12, 14 different countries in Africa. So I've been very lucky that those things have led me into those areas and during which I've got to learn. And I'm just the kind of person that once you learn about things that aren't right, I can't can't just walk away. I mean, to be honest, you were saying to me earlier about earning a lot of money. And my family always say to me, I should actually kept a little bit more for us. (laughs) <laughs> well <laughs> we have, the thing is once you once you're actually involved with the cause you can't just what well, i just i can't just walk away so there's but at the same time look i've also i've been really really lucky i came from a really, pretty humble background in the in in a, in, a, in, a, in a quite a rough part of london and i've been where lucky. where, I've,
4: where, I've where in london life. Where in london
6: in a place called Southall, which is in west london which is a big asian uh afro-caribbean uh indian community right. and uh so it, it, very multicultural, and I had the most wonderful upbringing, because it was like travelling around the world while staying where I was, because of all the different cultures, weren't going to different houses, learning so much about food. This is why, this was the other thing, I, I, had a, I had a cookbook out last a couple of years ago, which, which did okay, and that was all of my, was those cultural influences that I had as a child. And the reason I went travelling when I left school, rather than sitting still in one place, was because I'd had such a multicultural upbringing. The chance to actually travel the world and see these places that all my friends, families came from was what I wanted to go and do. Love it. wherever I went and learn about the cultures and, you know.
4: Have you written a book yet about all of your adventures and your beliefs and your fightings?
6: No, I've been asked a few times to do a... a, Why uh, don't you? Why don't you write a book? Because I haven't finished yet.
4: (laughs) No, no, no. There's (laughs) book one, there's book two, and there's book three. I mean, yeah, you well, don't have to put it all in one. Uh, the way you're going, you couldn't put it in one book anyway.
6: Yeah. But well, everything. Well, get to that. The difficulty is the moment I'm kind of a with the TV and uh, and the various big. I've got like there's a massive charitable thing that's coming to America next year, uh, which is to do with veterans. We're teaming up with a lot of the work that I do over here, and uh, there's a, a I play for a rugby side over here, which is called Rugby for Heroes, where we get a lot of um, top-class international rugby players who turn out with veterans, and we play games to raise money for veterans. We're now teaming up in America with some of the guys in the Woodruff Foundation and in New York and in LA, um, at West Point and Pendleton, and um, so in the, you know Pendleton Marine Base over in California. Yes. So we've got so we've got an initiative coming there um, in uh, the late spring of next year where we're going to team up with some of the guys that we we have in common with over there. There's a great, there's always been a great um, camaraderie between the American and British forces. Um, in everything, pretty much that we've gone into around the world, and we kind of, we just kind of get each other. Um, if you, you've seen that in the Invictus Games, where um, Harry's been involved with um, promoting. Brit Harry's been involved with promoting the Invictus Games. We started out as the Warrior Games in America. Yes, you know, you're aware of that. And the Bob Woodrow Foundation, which is a big thing that supports uh, um, and you know veterans on Wall Street. And there's all these great organisations over there. So we've been working with them and coming up with new things that will raise money in America. We have a project that we'd like to start in Detroit to try and build job opportunities. Because many places over here and over there where you've got veterans, they come from areas where there aren't many job opportunities, which is why they join the military. And then, of course, when they come out of the military as veterans, they go back to the places they love and want to live and are proud of. But there still aren't necessarily the job opportunities. So we're talking about ways to create job opportunities over here, and over in America too, so we're teaming up with a lot of a lot of colleagues over there. So we've got some interesting initiatives that will bring us over there. I'm working with a lot of guys over in LA at the moment with Penske Media Corp and a lot of them. Um, you know, the listen. Group.
4: When do you have time to pee? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I or do- or don't you? Because.
1: <laughs> really quickly no, said. yeah
4: has to be while you're walking because so, there's no way that you could possibly do anything so let's, let's i mean you are a busy guy i mean an interesting man and if ever you come to california you got to contact us we've got to have dinner and talk yeah, because we know, we know we know absolutely. so many people also if you could raise money for me i want a facelift <laughs>
6: <laughs> you don't need a facelift
2: that's what you think. <laughs> hold, hold on. Let's, let's move on a little bit. Let's move on because like, everybody in the chat room is going crazy. They want to know, number one, how did, you, how did you get into the singing? And they want to know a little bit about the singing. From oh, he sings, sings too. You have a new debut album, Every Kind of People, <laughs> released yep. by a- UMC Universal, which is a big deal because like most people who come up with their first album aren't coming out on Universal, that's for sure. I work in the record industry, so I like know firsthand. So tell us a little bit about the album. We're going to play it, and then we're going to play Every Kind of People for everybody Here,
6: okay so uh i start i I was playing i started playing guitar when i was about 14 15 years old i was in bands when i left school and um uh my first band went under the fantastic name of pygmy ricochet which i think is a great (laughs) name it should have have been successful just for the name of the band um but uh sadly it faded into obscurity and uh, i just got sidetracked into various other things the music was always part of it even when i was in africa i take a guitar i take guitar everywhere with me um there's a program there's a film i've wanted to make I kind of fell in love with Elvis very, very, very young, and I've always wanted to do a film where would just walk with a guitar on my back and do his life in reverse from Vegas back to um, Tupelo, Mississippi, and call it In Search of Elvis and see if I can actually find all the roots that, that led in there. So I've always had this love of music, played lots of times, found myself in a hotel foyer with George Benson playing and singing one day.
2: Love George Piffy Benson. Kyra. I
6: don't know if it's you've heard so. of Biffy Cairo. They're a big international band. Ended up on a rooftop with them playing. I played with various other... Uh, that I. Worked at the G8 summit, presenting stuff about Africa to the G8 summit. Um, ended up in a hotel foyer with Travis and various other bands. So over the years, it's been there, and I just never really um, made a big deal of it. And I, because I, I have a very deep voice, which is not very British in terms of pop. You don't. There are no deep voices in pop now. In America, you've got country and western, and you've got R and B and stuff where big deep voices work. Over here, it's not so much. So, but then somebody from Universal heard me, asked me if I do an album, and I was like.
4: Yeah, what the hell? Why not? <laughs> so, so, so beyond all the other things you do, you play guitar and you sing. What other hidden secrets do you have?
2: Actually, in the that chat you room, want to tell us about. In the chat room, they want to know if you're going to be acting soon because they think that you would make a great actor and that James you'd be a Bond. big hit. I'm
6: you know, telling you, James
2: Bond. He's you know, got the we- voice
6: weirdly you should say that, I have been asked, I was, I was over in America and um, bumped into Francis Ford Coppola a long time ago and he asked me if I'd do something I said no at the time because I had a young family. Um, I've been asked a couple of times since and I said no and just recently, in the last three months, I've been asked again and I've decided to say yes. So yeah! Was a- good, good. <laughs> You could, you could be one, of, could be one
2: of these these superheroes. Yeah, you're going to be like somebody big. So, All right, so here's what I want to do. I want you to introduce everyday, uh, every kind of people. Say it. Chad, you got it ready? You got it. We're going to play it say. for everybody, and then we'll come back and talk once we uh, play it.
6: Okay, so this is a Robert Palmer song that I utterly fell in love with and kind of represents how I feel about the world anyway, so it had to be the title song of my album, Every Kind of People.
3: Here we go.
0: Set the fight to make ends meet and keeps a man up on his feet. Pulling down his job, trying to show he can't be bored. Who it takes every kind of people to make what life's about. Every kind of people To make the world go round. Someone's looking for a lead And his duty to a king or to a creed Protecting what he feels is right Fights against wrong with his life there is no profit in deceit. Honest men know that revenge does not taste sweet. Oh, no matter black or white, each and every man's the same inside. Oh, takes every kind of people to make what life's about, yeah every kind of people to make the world go sunshine in his name oh it takes every kind of people to make what life's about yeah every kind of people to make the world go around every kind of people
3: What life's about. Every kind of people. There you go, Jumbo. Every kind of people. Really cool.
2: oh, hang, hang on. All right, everybody. Hang, hang on, Nick. Hang on, Nick. We'll go back to that. So, everybody, that was Every Kind of People by Nick Knowles off the uh, album, debut album, I guess. Every Kind of People. He's got uh, 12, 11 songs. Do you have a favorite of the songs that are on the album?
6: Uh, probably. Oh, it's difficult, really. There's one. There's one called "River," which is the Joni Mitchell version. I've never heard a guy sing that before, and I think I, I think it really works with a deep, like deep voice against the beautiful guitar. You know the track "River" by Joni Mitchell. Yes, like a kind of song.
2: And, and you have smile. Smile is on there. Is that like? Is that like the Charlie Chaplin? Like from the Charlie Black Chaplin? Movie? Oh, yeah. smile
4: while your uh-huh. heart is breaking. Smile. What's the use of aching? Gee, there you go. Love it. La da 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 Is that it?
1: you get
2: by. Yes. Yeah, Let's smile. I love that song.
4: Then sorrow, sorrow, smile and maybe and tomorrow. Baby, tomorrow,
0: you'll yeah. see the sun come shining through
4: through and you'll become
0: (laughs) lucky
2: you Uh, very good love it
6: Uh, yeah yeah but one of the other tracks on there, there's a really lovely song which is like a country and western kind of song uh called waiting for the love of my life to walk in and that's written by a girl called amy wodge who co-wrote um thinking out loud which is the big hit song for ed sheeran so she wrote me um Waiting for the love of my life to come in. So that's another huge hit, huge song written by somebody who wrote the biggest, one of the biggest hits last year in America.
2: And you have Here Comes the Sun, that's the Beatles, right?
6: Yeah, yeah absolutely. Here Comes the Sun. That's a, that's a beautiful song. So so a beautiful, right. There are so many that's songs song. there that are, uh, that are a really lovely smile I put on there because I uh, every time I see my auntie who's uh, who's uh, 88 now, uh, my brother and I play guitar and sing her that song when we go to visit her over in Wales. So it's a lot of songs that have met meant a lot to me over the years.
4: Ha- have you ever heard Smile sung by Johnny Mathis?
6: I haven't, but what an amazing voice that man had. Oh, the best. Yeah, He's the he best knows in, Johnny uh, Mathis. Of,
4: everybody, you know what? Uh, only the stupid Americans that are 30 years old here don't know Johnny Mathis. <laughs> They're morons. I told you, overseas, Europe, the, uh, Britain, Britney, they respect talent and age. In Italy, young people, 18, 19 years old, know every old opera singer, and every opera that was 300 years old. In our country, you're over. Six weeks, oh yeah, in six weeks you're finished. Oh, we know that song, it's old, Smile, oh yeah, he did it, it's over. That's what's in America, we're disposable, we don't regard anything. I was doing lectures in colleges, and I saw a kid. I tell the you've story. Sort of
6: reeducate people. You got to play him, You got to play them. Johnny Mathis and Bill Withers and. Well, wait. Uh, let me finish my story. Let, Queen. Me,
4: Sorry. let me. Let me. finish. And I, and a kid was in front of me. and He had a blank face it's on. up And I said to him, I said, I'm not feeling good. with My uh-huh. arm, Jimmy. Uh, I said to him, Do you know who Barbara Streisand is? And he said, No, but I've heard of her. That's America. <laughs> All right. Now you have to be 40 years old and over to know who Barbara Streisand is. I think it's really sad that this country is so disposable. You last well, you burn out very quickly here. Whereas in Europe and Britain, you, you I mean look at Britney, look at Britain. Britain. Look at uh, Judith Judy Gench. Yeah, we, and, I mean look at the and, and what's her face the one I'm crazy about, uh, the old lady, what's her name?
2: Oh, uh Maggie Smith.
4: Maggie Smith. My god, they're, they're the legends.
6: Yeah. Well, that was my movie, was about, my movie was, and to be honest, it played out in America as well as it did everywhere else. It was about a bunch of pensioners who, um, who weren't, basically didn't have enough in their pensions to be able to, what do you call pensions? Like older people who live on social
4: security. There
6: you go. And there wasn't enough to live on. So they ended up um, doing, uh, getting a caravan, which is like a motorhome over there. And visiting all the National Trust properties, all the beautiful properties, and robbing banks along the way so that they could look after all their friends. It was a. Uh, We're going to watch Monday. it. On Netflix, we'll watch
2: it.
4: Yeah. But here we have no respect for age or, I mean, you know, it's terrible. Uh, you see people, young people are in a car and there's an old man driving in the front slowly and they open up the window. Get the fuck off the road, you old bag. What the fuck? I mean, I mean, it's horrible how they just talk to old people. One guy tried it on me. I got him at a light. I got out. I beat the shit out of him. I dragged him out of the car. <laughs> well, I'm a wild guinea from Brooklyn. I'm Italian from Brooklyn. You do <laughs> And I did. I grabbed him. I said, "What did he? He called me something—an old fuck or something." I'll show you. And I'll, I opened the door. I swear, my kids. I grabbed him, pulled him out, and knocked the shit out of him. Then he
6: like literally, but beating, of the bonnet. Yes. No, absolutely. but
4: he was—he was. I. And I'm smart because he wanted to get my license plate number. And I threw him down so he couldn't get the license plate number, and I took off. Luckily, he didn't get the number because in this country, you hit somebody, you go to jail. Yeah,
6: <laughs> it's not I'm, like yeah. I'm not sure what, what message are we putting out to young people here.
4: <laughs> I'm putting out to young people: be careful. Be when you open your big fucking mouths because you never know who's in the next car. Oh. all right. I have a story to tell you. A Brooklyn mafia guy that I knew was on the cross, not cross, and the, the the Belt Parkway. Three o'clock in the morning, he accidentally cut somebody off because he was drunk. The person in that car came after him to cut him off the road. He simply got his gun out, lowered the window and went poof, poo, poo. The guy in that car swerved, went down onto the beach and into the water. So you never know.
2: In other words, a, you shouldn't open a, your mouth. That's a
4: true story. That's a true story. I was told that story by somebody who knew the guy. You don't fool around in this country. They kill you.
6: Yeah, the
4: wild, wild west.
6: There's a whole gun thing that we don't quite understand over here that's uh, I
2: know and you're wonderful
6: because wonderful. you don't have I, guns. I'm so happy you don't
2: have it. So I have cuz we're
6: going to run out of time in a minute. I have two things I
2: want to like bring up. Uh, one uh so being a Brit because like we love Michelle Dockery. I don't know if you know uh, she, Michelle Dockery, but she played Lady Mary in Downton uh, Abbey.
4: I adore um, her. Like adore being her.
2: Being someone who lives in Britain, like was, is that, was Downton Abbey as big a hit like in England as it was here in the it States? Huge, Cause
6: that's It was huge. We knew it was huge in America. We knew it, it was huge here. It was huge in India. I couldn't quite understand what anybody in India got from Downton Abbey, but they loved it over there too. So no, it's, it, it, it's one of those things that was huge everywhere. We recently had a series on called Victoria as well, which was fantastic. We have had uh, Peaky Blinders over here. We're pretty good at making that kind of stuff. And, um, we know that that kind of stuff sells. If we make a movie, if I write a movie set in the modern day now, you're not. We're not going to sell it in America. We write something set in the 18th century with a bit of royalty thrown in. We're probably going to be all right. Oh, there you go. I love it. It's, well, because we love it's, it's
4: interesting. You know, we we live in the world of today, the media, you know, the reporters, the television. It gives you all the garbage of today. We don't yeah. want to see it anymore. We want to go back to the 18th century when people were 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 classy, chic, and elegant and mannered.
6: No, oh, it's all about that. It's all about elegant. And I think that's the real great trick, isn't it? When you say to like, I remember, so I had a, a when I was about 25, I was dating a, a, an Italian uh, countess and I was, I woke up one morning near Milan and on the, on the banks of Lake Garda, And she said, Nick, um, we're going to Milan. Uh, we're going to dress you. And I said, why? I said, she said, cause I love you very much, but you dress like shit. So um, she took me to Milan and taught me how to wear a suit. And you kind of have to learn how to wear a suit. And actually, Learning how to be elegant, learning how to dress, how to put a tie and a collar and have, you know, the stays in the collar. And it's a bit like with, with women. I always say that it's very easy to look sexy. It's it, the, the the class thing is to actually be elegant and sexy. Absolutely. Not, elegant, then you the and Ryan you agree
2: something with something that.
4: one hundred percent. You, you, you and I are on the same page with that, babe. I see these girls that they look like hookers. I can't believe the hooker and the girl looks the same. You can't tell them apart. They've got skirts up to their ass. They have too much makeup, junky jewelry, spike platform, shoes, and they're standing at a bus stop. Now, you don't know if they're waiting for a bus or a John. Well, I mean,
6: Here's the thing. I mean, whilst, most women, whilst most women think that they need to dress that way because that's the way of the world at the moment, you'll find that a lot, a lot of women also... Admire someone like Audrey Hepburn, and there was a woman who actually had style and power. Yeah.
4: Audrey Hepburn, Grace Kelly, you can't find women like that anymore. Sophia no, yeah, Lorenz. They, Safi- they
6: are out there. I, they are out there. I've got one sitting just here, actually. Well, <laughs>
4: Sophia, Sophia, loren, Sophia loren who I knew years ago when she first came to this country, I was in a film with her when I was a kid. And the most elegant woman in the world. Oh, fantastic. Beautiful. Just do, doing doing her. nothing, scratching her ass, and she's elegant. I mean, there's something about the European women that I the American at, women don't have.
6: Yeah, I met her at um, uh, at the polo at uh, Windsor about eight years ago, and she was breathtaking then, and she must have been...
4: 75, 70s, 70, yeah, early 70s. Yeah. She's a stunningly lovely woman, lovely yeah. woman, and charming. You. And, and you know what I found out about her? In talking to her at length, in Italian, by the way, I found she's a little girl. She talks like a little girl when she speaks Italian to you. It's almost like she's naive and she's quiet. She kind of is whimsical. And on film, you don't see that.
6: Yeah. But but
4: she's very
2: charming and very soft. In the chat room, they're saying, go easy on the sex workers. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on the
6: yeah. Well,
2: <laughs> go easy on the sex workers. Okay, so then the last last <laughs> thing I want to bring up because you did a documentary, um, and what I what I Googled it a little bit and it said you basically teamed up with Prince Harry, Prince William, and Kate Middleton. It's yeah. called Mind Over Marathon, and it's yeah. helping people overcome mental health issues. And it it was Good. a marathon. My, cor- my other my other course. Tell us what it was real quick because it's like they ran a marathon. I, I didn't get the whole thing.
6: Okay, so we took ten people that suffered with various different mental health issues. And uh, got them to train towards the marathon using activity and, and, and physical activity as a way of managing their various difficulties. In the process, we actually got to learn. They were incredibly brave about talking about the various things that they were going through and dealing with, whether it was intrusive thoughts or... Um, split personalities or depression or all the various different things that can affect you in mental schizophrenia,
4: health. Schizophrenia. Schizophrenia. That's my cause.
6: Um, so I just, yeah, let him finish telling about it. I'm
4: fighting people about schizophrenics. You can't beat them up. You can't abuse them. And if they're lying in the street sleeping because they won't take their meds, somehow we've got to get to these people and tell them you can take meds and get normal again. or well, something.
6: That's the great thing is actually being able to learning learning ways to manage. You don't you don't cure those kind of things. What you do is you learn how to manage those right. things. So the program was partly about that, but also as somebody myself who has loved people who have mental health, people uh, through various parts of my life, I also wanted the program to be about um, how to be around somebody who has mental health because it's very tough when you love somebody who has that. You never quite know how to be to be supportive. You can be too intrusive. You can be too um, less a fair standoff. So it was important that we did that. Anyway, the, the, well, the long and the short of it, was we we did this thing. Uh, Harry and William and Kate were were involved and were fantastic in it. And the guys that actually took part were amazing. It had a massive effect on the psyche and and the general understanding in the UK. And I think there has been a slight ground shift, uh, a tilt in the world uh, in the UK since uh, that and um, and the princes and and, uh, and princesses initiative. And so as a result, people in business over here are considering different ways to go forward with mental health, not only with their employees, but with customers as well. And there has genuine, genuinely been a shift. It's, it, it's a, it, all, you know, all hail to, the, uh, to William and Harry and Kate, who actually um, pushed this through in, a, in an area that was considered not something that they should necessarily get involved with. They've done a great job, and I was, I was very happy to play a small part in, um, in doing something last year. And we'll continue to work with, um, with Harry as well in... Because of course, a lot of our veterans are coming back with back with post-traumatic stress disorder and various other mental mental health issues, having served. And so it's important that we make sure that people understand those and and that those people can live uh, full lives and get good opportunities to progress. I well. want to like
2: I want to totally commend you. First of all, of, uh, besides being very successful, um, just on the fact that you do so much to give back to the world and the society and to help, and, and that you use your success for things more than just you know getting laid and being in, <laughs> being in magazines and stuff. So I think it's terrific. Um, we want everybody to, to definitely get your debut album, Every Kind of People, out on Universal M- UMC. You guys, you can follow Nick Knowles on Twitter. He's Mr. Nick Knowles. So it's uh, Mr. Nick. And Knowles is K-N-O-W-L-E-S. His website is NickKnowles.com. And do you want to say anything
3: before we go? Yeah, I
4: want to say that we have a lot of guests, you know, 400 have well, more you're one of the best you're a very interesting man i enjoyed our interview today a lot uh, i'm sorry it's over because there's so much more that i would talk to you about you and i are on the same page with most everything one other thing i want to ask you very quickly yeah. and don't don't patronize me either what are your feelings about gay people and gay marriage
6: i think it's uh we uh, thank god the world is finally getting on board with gay marriage mm-hmm. and certainly in the uk that's been a, a change in the last few years my you know, I, work, I live and work in the entertainment industry. Where I've been surrounded. Some of my, you know, I've, I've lived with uh, around gay people. I've, lo- I've, I've loved spending time around gay. people. what I don't see how it can be any different for gay. Any rights should be any different for gay people than for anybody else. I'm always slightly astounded when, when it comes up as an issue. I think um, the younger generation are uh, are much more comfortable with the process. I think for a lot of the older generation, it was. The, the, the godfather of my... I have a three-year-old son. My, the godfather of my three-year-old son is a gay man who, with with his partner, would have loved to have had children, but couldn't because he's old enough, He's from an age where getting married and having children just wasn't an option. It broke my heart and uh, my ex's heart when we discovered that, so we invited him to be godparent to our son. And and he is an he's absolutely astounding godparent and and... and loves our son very much and travels over from spain all the time to visit so um
4: that's great now one other thing what do you think we could do seriously to stop the suicide that young gay people do to themselves we have a high suicide rate in this country because they feel their parents threw them out they don't love them society basically bullied well, it's it's bullied, but a lot of these young gay people of 13, 14 years old, they discover that they're gay, and they just cannot live with it because of society, so they kill themselves. This is one, one of my things, causes.
6: One of the things that we discovered when we did Mind Over Marathon, that we, had, we had a girl uh, uh, on our uh, thing called Claudia, who talked about intrusive thoughts, that she would think terrible thoughts, and actually she just wanted to commit suicide because she thought it wasn't it wasn't human, the thoughts that she had. And so she must be some kind of monster. And she was 16, 17. She, she, she seriously considered killing herself. She said at that stage, if I had heard somebody on television telling me that they had the same thing and it was controllable and it was actually, it was medicatable, med- um, then it would have changed my life. And that's why she took part in the programme so that she could tell others so that young people could see. I think it's important for gay people um, who have a voice In uh, in the media and who are opinion formers to speak about not only about um, rights and um, what's current and what they need at the moment for them, but to talk about that period of time where they were confused when they were 14, 15, and were trying to actually come to terms with it. That's a critical time, and young people then need to hear that the things that they're going through aren't necessarily uh, unusual and that they aren't the only people in the world that are thinking it, which is how it can feel. When you're that age and you're surrounded by people who aren't gay or aren't different in any way, whether it be mental health, any of the things that make you feel like you are separated from the community around you. So it's important for opinion formers to speak up and talk about that period of time in their lives where they were feeling the same things. Once they actually know that there are other people who feel that way, that becomes empowering.
4: Well, if a lot of the celebrities that these kids worship would come out and say that they're gay, it would help. Uh, Jimmy and I are proud to say that we are the first married, legally in New York City, legally married gay couple that's open and out on the air, and what? we're the only we're the only ones in this big, big country of America. I mean, there should be others too that what? say yes, you we're gay, gay and, huh?
6: we have to hope that that's the case and people become braver the more the, 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 the you just have to hope that people become braver but you can also fully understand why people in, who have who have careers who are worried about their careers it, you know it, it, it takes society to change it is changing slowly just not fast enough last year we uh, built a house on the, on the building program I was telling you about for um, the first couple in the south of England to uh, a gay couple to adopt um, children uh, in that part of the world and actually they were they, uh, they fostered first and the children they adopted for uh, children with disabilities the house they were living in wasn't up to standard so we knocked it down and built them a whole new house
1: that's and awesome
6: the two the two most right-wing newspapers in the uk the next day wrote articles saying we should reconsider same-sex adoption because it obviously works so it is up to people with uh, a voice. This is why I do, you were saying, c- congratulating me on what I do. I don't do it because I think, I, to my father, my father used to say, one of his great sayings was, you don't do the right thing for a round of applause, you do it because it's the right thing to do. And I think having been as lucky as I have to have had the career I have, it is it is a responsibility of mine to use that voice to, to represent people and to and to try and get people to think in a different way. So you know, you, you have to hope that your opinion formers in the United States stand up and actually make those contributions.
4: Well, I hope that young gay people do listen and watch our show because they will see that Jimmy and I are very happy, inspired by the fact that we Kill it kid around yelling at each other. <laughs> and the word out there is, you know, we are in the millions. So if you're out there and you feel you're the only one, don't. As you grow up, you will meet people just like you and you'll fall in love with somebody of the same sex and you'll have a home and dogs and children and vacations and get fat and get old and die. Hopefully just not like too everybody. Fat. <laughs> just like just like everybody else. So Trust
6: remember everybody
4: else. Right. Remember, gay is not a punishment being gay is not a punishment it's not god's way of saying uh you're being punished as some crazy christians talk about you know that aids is the the reason
6: god save us us from anybody who tries to tell us how to live our lives Huh?
4: exactly exactly and life is beautiful no matter what your sexuality is and you will grow into your sexuality as we all do from from young children and kids to grown men
2: So, everybody, again, this is Mr. Nick Knowles on Twitter, at Mr. Nick Knowles. Go to nickknowles.com. Knowles is K-N-O-W-L-E-S. Get his album, Every Kind of People. We want to thank you so much for coming on the show. Anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. We'll bring you back.
6: Honor and a privilege, and I look forward next time I'm over there to hook it up. Well, let's go and get some dinner together. All right. Bye-bye.
4: Terrific guest. Thank Thank you so much. And Merry Christmas.
6: Merry Christmas.
2: (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye. What a great guest. What a nice guy. Chad what'd you think cool guy
3: right something else he would be a good action hero no doubt so
2: terrific and he's, that's like the only thing he hasn't done I mean when you're like on a primetime most popular show on television for 18 years
3: exactly and he's know, pretty I mean, much, that's like a big deal and he's done everything almost but the action role so there you he's
4: go. got a head on his shoulders he's, he's smart
3: he's got a full plate. <laughs> And he's very, play
2: he's very, very nice guy. Too. Is
4: Eileen still in the chat room? Um,
2: she came back. yes.
4: Eileen, if you're smart, catch this guy for a husband. He's cool. <laughs> <laughs>
2: We're gonna I, I'm gonna hook them up anyway, to interview him for The Huffington post.
4: yeah, he's he's really a terrific. I would like to have dinner with this guy. We must do that. If he comes to California or when we go to London, we have to look him up.
2: I have a feeling that he's conquered England and soon he's getting ready to conquer the States.
4: Well, when he comes to California,
2: we'll definitely have him to the house. So glad everybody liked I uh, So glad everybody talk. in the chat room too liked him. Thanks so much, you guys, for like tuning into him because I think it's really cool. Yes. And, uh, and everybody seemed to, to like it a lot.
3: That just well, hit, it just hit me. He should do a, a Western, bring back a good Western. He, he'd, he'd fit the part and uh, he could put a couple of his songs in the soundtrack
2: absolutely what you think of his voice is really nice isn't it yeah gonna, i mean it's
3: not one of the best voices but you know what it has an original tone when it hits you I, and that's the most important part something different is what people want to hear that's what
4: i thought you too. know we can't hear it in our studio you shoot it out of yours yeah jimmy and i are going to king of prussia now and we're going to play it in the car because it's like an hour to king of prussia yeah to so the mall the king of prussia mall which is the most beautiful mall in all of the country magnificent more.
2: It was like nice. So we got like 7 minutes. I want to play a song real quick, Christmas you guys. Shopping. Hey Chad. Yes sir. Let's let's do Matt Davis Head Over Heels real quick. Head Over Heels. And then we we'll can say goodbye to everybody. All right, let's do it. All right, everybody. This is Matt Davis. The single's called Head Over Heels. I think it's one of the best best put together pop tunes that's come out this year. I love it to death. So hope you guys enjoy it.
3: Here we go.
1: So I can have the chance to tell you how I'm feeling Maybe cause it's late, I'll forget my fears Have the strength to say it, say it, say it I got something that I need to say But I never really had the words to make you stay at some point I'd hoped you just notice But now I'm gonna try it in a different kind of way So here it goes, I'm just saying this once So shut up and freaking listen I'm telling you that I like you Yes, for you, Fall head, head over, Fall 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 head over, head over, head over, Shining in your eyes, your eyes so sweet. But will you never let me leave if I say, say, say? I got something that I need to say, but I never really had the words to make you stay. At some point, I'd hope you just notice. But now I'm gonna try it in a different kind of way So here it goes I'm just saying this once So shut up and freaking listen. I'm telling you that I like you And I want to Fall in I'd like to, I'd like to Fall in
3: there you go head over heels
2: everybody that was Matt Davis off his album Life
4: and I want to say hi to Brigitte and Sven we love you guys and you have to come back on the show because we miss you and Brigitte we miss your beautiful
2: face and your sweetness and Brigitte is the one who introduced us to Mr. Nick Knowles Yeah,
4: and thank you so much he was so interesting he's such a wonderful man and all of the things he's doing for the world I mean he is he's my hero
2: Also, you guys, you can hear us every week. We want to thank everybody who tunes in. Uh, You can hear us on W4CY with the incredibly talented Chad Murphy every Wednesday from 3 to 4.50 p.m.
1: Oh,
3: yeah.
2: You can hear us on Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, Monster FM Radio in New York, K4HD Radio in L.A., Jackalope Radio in St. Louis, and Caliber Radio in South Carolina. We're also on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, Audioboom, Apple TV, Speaker, Podbean, and on television.
3: We're on Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. Breathe, Jimmy, breathe.
2: And yeah, we're all over. <laughs> we're like plague. We're all over. And next week, you guys, we're going to have a great show, too. It's going to be a lot of fun, so please tune in. We've got Robert Craighead coming back since we had that problem a couple of weeks ago. <coughs> and we also have Alan Frew, you guys, coming on from Glass Tiger. Anybody who's like an 80s music fan knows Glass Tiger because they had two huge, huge worldwide hits. And uh, I think it'll be a lot of fun. So we're going to have a great show next week. We want everybody to tune in. And it's Are
4: you awesome. allowed to give the secret away we
2: what secret? What's the Oh, should we say it? Coming soon in a couple. of weeks. Oh, ways. coming soon! Oh, it's January tenth. We're gonna have Rose Royce coming in. Hey, hey, hey! Do you guys remember that? You sh- remember that song, Car Wash? Chad? at the car wash. Whoa, remember whoa, the movie? Remember <laughs> the, the
4: car movie was wash the funniest and- movie in the world.
2: Yes, that's it, Chad. So that's who we got coming on. Rose loved, Royce on June, the movie. January tenth.
4: Especially when the hooker was changing in the bathroom and the car wash was a riot.
2: We want to thank everybody in the chat room. Illy, B. Claudia, Iris, Goddess, Emperor Drew, Dave from Stars Now UK, the fabulously talented Eileen Shapiro. I don't know who did I miss. I know I missed somebody. If your face
4: is looking like
2: shit, use DMK cosmetics and facial
4: treatments. My face is drying out from the winter. And as soon as I have a couple of hours To play with myself And I mean my face I'm going to go through my whole regime Because Janae, you know Has sent me all this crap And I'm going to throw it on my face Because it does wonders It stops a face from drying out
2: Also we got Hannah Clive, Patrick Talbot mm-hmm. Everybody in the chat room If I missed you, I apologize We'll see you guys next week Everybody have a great weekend And Chad, you're a rock star Thank you
7: Good, fellas. Bye-bye,
4: everybody
2: Bye, everybody We're just chilling oh. in the star, all down and Why are every man never
1: thinking what are we gonna be wearing? Yo, I'm a Liverpool MC You can't test me, big up the girls inside the party Let's get down to crazy Jimmy Big up myself and all as Alfie The one and only, the Turkish MC Always love the clothes of Jimmy Fetish, punk, yo, what wanna be? Jimmy, stuff, new celebrity We'll take you out to Jimmy's stuff